Hi everyone, welcome into Primetime TV show. It's great to be back here live and totally unrehearsed. The Kellys are back and we have this interview here with someone very special coming up. Hello, my dear. Yes. It's great to have you back again. Great Good to have being us. Back. I know it is. I, I'm a little hoarse today. I understand. I understand. You've been teaching. Just bear with me. Uh, and we will bear with you. But uh, <clears throat> we've had a little time off, you know, starting out the summer, and now we're back with some great gusto because we have a lot to share with you. If you're new tuning in today to Prime Time, I'm Barbara Marville Kelly. My husband is Dennis Kelly. I've been shamelessly promoting the show today because I tell you we have such good news and things that we want to share out in the open with everyone that will care to listen to us. We have a special guest that's coming up, Mr. Dr. Gabbert. Do Dr. Gabbert, I'm so excited. Maybe you saw the show from, what was a year ago, right? About a year ago, right. It was, it was about a year ago, um, Dr. Gabbert came in and was doing a seminar locally with us and also came on the show. It was right around this, this time, today or tomorrow, and it was one of those memories on Facebook to talk about what happens when premature aging starts creeping up on us and what we can do about it, like powering up ourselves. Well, when he was here a year before, we were talking about the results of the protocol and lifestyle that you had been living after being diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. I would love for you to encapsulate very quickly before we bring Dr. Gabbert here, and it might be right after the break, but we had some life-changing times for us a few years ago, and we really didn't know where we were heading. We did a lot of prayer, and those prayers have been answered. And so I just want you to share what happened with you when you started going down what I call the black hole. Well, the first point is when I realized and was diagnosed with Parkinson, I suspected that, would, that I had it because I read up on it and I had all the symptoms. But when my doctor said, yes, you have Parkinson's, I thought to myself, why me, God? Then I thought, why not me? I'm a warrior. I've fought in the ring many times. I've always been able to overcome obstacles. Why not this time? Of course, this is the biggest challenge in my life. So what I did is a lot of natural things, supplements, and one of the things I found out about Parkinson's disease, or disease is similar to that, is exercise. Mm -hmm. What I call exercising overboard is actually better than no exercising in a sense. Because what you're doing, you're shocking the body into something good. Of course, it's, I always recommend before anybody does any excessive exercise to check with your doctor, of course, before you get involved in trying to do it in the way I'm describing. But it was like, Going down a black hole, I, I couldn't focus and couldn't concentrate. My balance was yeah. being shot and, and so many things that I was relying on to really do my business properly as far as being able to set an example was really threatened by this. So what I did is I went ahead and changed my exercise program, got on the right supplements and sure enough it ended up I'm actually what I'm calling recovering from Parkinson's disease. I didn't cure it, but I'm recovering from it. And I'm about 90% better than I was two years ago. And it's exciting because when he came to me, he said, Hon, <clears throat> I think I'd like to compete in the US Open last year. Well, I did one of my eye rolls and said, really? And I've always supported my husband. As many of you know, many of you have followed 
our lifestyle and the things that we try to give back to everyone to share some of our secrets. Um, and so we supported him and lo and behold, he took a first place win at the US Open last year. Now, this is the second year later, he is ready to come out of retirement once again next year and compete at age 80 in 2018. And what's really <coughs> exciting about this is that it, well, first of all, we need to be accountable for our health. There are alternative answers to some of the standard methods out there. We're not making any claims to cure or treat or diagnose disease in any way, shape or form. I just wanna make sure that you're aware of that. But our lives have been turned around unbelievably in the last three years. Uh, I really felt like I was losing my husband, that we were possibly even losing our defy aging business. And so it's, it's really, a, it's God's blessing. And I know that it is so that we can continue to promote the whole idea, mantra if you want to call it, that age is just a number. And I believe that you believe all of that and then some because it's your mindset with, and your heart set and, and having that energy going out there with what you really, really believe. So we're gonna go ahead, take a quick little break. I understand, I understand Dr. Gabbard's <laughs> in the house remotely. That's the technology. So we're gonna go take an early quick break and in just a little bit, we're gonna go ahead and have Dr. Gabbard come in and just to give you a little background on Dr. Gabbard. He's a naturopathic doctor and he we've known him for, gosh, it's been probably I would say about four years. Mm. And the last time he was here, and um, he was here in the studio, but I said, why don't we start bringing him in remote? And that way we could bring him in more often. That was a great idea. <laughs> I know, thanks to Tampa Bay Multimedia and their right up to the minute technology and everything. So stay right where you are. And I do wanna let you know that if you just write this phone number down, we'll have it in the lower thirds here in a little bit, my direct number is 727-798-8081. If you would like to know further information, please get a hold of me direct, or you can private message myself or my husband. We'll be right back. At a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen.
at a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen. Hi, everyone. Welcome back into Primetime TV Show, and we have a great show planned here for today. Thanks for joining us. I'm Barbara Marville Kelly. With me is my husband, Dennis Kelly, who is having a very exciting time sharing his testimonial on a lifestyle that has been uh, very challenging up and down, hasn't it? Everyone likes a challenge. I know, especially you. Especially right. you. Exactly. We don't have problems. We've got challenges. Well, you know what? All your life, you have had challenges up and down a lot of people have but you know what when it comes to health challenges when you are approaching 70 and 80 yeah. it's easier to have those health challenges as we add years to our life notice I didn't say get older because age is just a number and one of the things that we've learned and trained ourselves to have an ear to what's happening out there in the marketplace in the health world, whether it be in your traditional uh, medical situation or your alternatives. We have a tendency to lean more towards natural, naturopathic health, holistic health, and that's what's really exciting for us. So speaking of something else that is exciting is to have Dr. Gabbert, who is going to be joining us to talk about what happens when our cells begin to power down. We're very similar to a cellular phone. We're gonna be talking about what ages is. What does that mean? And we're gonna have Dr. Gabbert explain that to us and more, so stay right where you are. Dr. Gabbert, welcome into the show. Well, thank you, Barb. Glad, Glad to be here. It's so, there you are. This is such cool technology, isn't it? <laughs> It's working. It's working. So let's get started because I brought some of my notes, my cheat sheets here to talk about what glycation is and uh, what happens when when the cells start to power down. Can you cover some of that? Because we're going to lead up to the optimal program of health that my husband and I are involved with. Sure, Barb. You know, you know over the years, as I started to investigate uh, different types of conditions, uh, especially blood sugar problems, um, I started to see something that really excited me because we were finding some of the root causes of certain uh, health conditions. As an example, as we started to look at diabetes, uh, we started to realize that before one was diagnosed with diabetes, there was first insulin resistance. And, and then, then as we looked at that, that as to what that was, we started to discover something. In fact, Yale University, I believe, was one of the first to actually do some research on people that had insulin resistance. And Barbara, what they did is they took some muscle cells and they performed a little test on those cells where they actually tried to stimulate the cell to produce energy or what we call ATP or adrenaline triphosphate. And what, and what they, they found, found was that people that had insulin resistance couldn't, couldn't produce very, very much ATP. ATP. Versus, Versus when they did a normal cell, did the same, same procedure, they got a 95% boost in ATP. Versus those who were insulin resistant, they only got about a 5% boost in ATP. What a huge difference. Wow. And so what, yeah, what they started to discover was that if you're a person who's been eating a diet high and Simple, simple carbohydrates, carbohydrates 
what, what we, we found is that that, that impacts the cell's ability to make energy in a major way. way. So, so the more sugar you consume, especially processed sugar, man-made sugars on a daily basis, we started to see this pattern over time where the cell started to slowly power down. And as that cell powered down, we started to lose the ability to function. And so, and so we started, started to look, to look at different conditions. conditions. And we started, so we started to see this linkage that, that if someone had uh, a dementia or they, they had Alzheimer's or Parkinson's, we started, started to see a connection to where the mitochondria performance was, was not, not up to par. And uh, from, from there, we started to see this linkage to a diet. diet. That, that was high in simple carbohydrates. So there's a lot of things, things that we've learned about how the cell, cell powers up, up, how, how it powers, powers down, when it when powers, powers down, down, what starts, starts to go wrong, uh, and we start to connect that to health problems. And uh, very exciting work. Uh, really, really new frontier as far as I'm concerned. I mean, we're now even learning now that genes within the cell, they switch off, take energy to switch things on. As we lose energy, they switch off. So, so even our genes are impacted by the cell's ability to make energy on a daily basis. So, so really, if you're into longevity, medicine, uh, or anything with longevity, you have to look at this today. You have to look at what, what is the mitochondria. And all those, those little organelles are in every cell that uh, makes energy. energy. We like, like to call them our cellular batteries, like, like cell phones. phones. Have yeah, batteries, batteries, so batteries, batteries must be charged on a daily basis, otherwise our cell phone doesn't work. Same thing with the human cell. Uh, those mitochondria, our cellular batteries, have to be charged on a daily basis. And really, we get three opportunities to do that per day. We call, call it breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So, so the food that we eat really have, have a profound effect on whether that we can recharge ourselves on a daily basis. And, and uh, to perform uh, and, and function where we should at optimal, optimal health. health. And so, so as we age, naturally we start to lose some of that function, and uh, that's just normal. normal. But, but uh, can, can we slow, slow that process, process down? down? Or, or actually, can, can we speed it up? Yeah, yeah. we can, can speed, speed it up by eating the wrong, wrong foods, especially foods that are high in processed sugars and made sugars. Really, a lot of fun to look at the research now that's coming out on this. And, and the, the linkage between, between your cells powering up, powering down, down and, and how we can now use that to help, help extend our, our lives, add more, more life to our years and years to our life. And so, so that's, that's where I've been playing for the last few years, uh, looking at that, and how we can impact that by eating certain foods or supplements. Well, you know, that really, that's, a, that's quite a mouthful, but it's very powerful, too, because we weren't born with a handbook to health and longevity. So being accountable for our health is one thing. But what about those, like my husband, he took, I mean, you know, he's like the modern day Jack LaLanne, the modern day Rocky, you name it. In fact, we had somebody on Facebook say, Dennis Kelly is Superman. And I mean, and then for him to start to go down this black hole, it was devastating for us. We couldn't believe it. But we also, mm -hmm. as we trace back some of the years that he ate a lot of sugar, and we know what eating a lot of sugar can do and what it doesn't do. And so we're kind of attributing some of that to the Parkinson's, maybe trauma, physical trauma, um, car accidents, getting hit in the head in the ring, different things like that. 
So another, yeah, I think you know where I'm going with this. The big word that I really want to get out there is the word glycation. And the downside of that, on what, when you understand what happens to our cells, what happens to our body when glycation sits in, because it was as clear as day that that's what happened to my husband, part of it. You know, that makes so much sense. And on that note, I also understand that when you have uh, super glycated cells and that the fat binds to toxin, 
I would guess that would also be difficult in losing weight. Well, well no, no doubt, doubt it would be. be. I mean, if, if we, we look, look at the glycation process and just how that impacts the energy part of the cell, we all know that uh, the mitochondria that produces ATP, that glycation can damage our cellular batteries. And so when you damage the mitochondria, it can't produce as much ATP because parts of it are damaged. Uh, we now know it can damage uh, even hemoglobin. I mean, we have a simple test called an A1C test, blood test. What's, What's it measuring? Well, a protein called hemoglobin. And they're measuring the amount of sugar, you know, has, has been glycated to that protein. And the higher the score means the higher the damage to that protein, which uh, means the higher the sugar and uh, more damage that's occurring within the body. So I like to use A1C not just to look at what your blood sugar has been doing for the last two to three months, to me, it's telling me really how fast you're aging, by how much protein being damaged. Because hemoglobin, as you know, it carries oxygen. It's just the main carrier of oxygen from the lungs. So if we start damaging hemoglobin, then actually it's not going to carry oxygen very well, and then we're going to get into the problem. Uh, you know, with the deficiency of oxygen because of that. Even certain hormones like insulin. Insulin's protein made of amino acids, it can get damaged. The hormone gets damaged from this glycation process, which means it's not going to carry glucose very well. So, again, this is something that the doctors are very concerned about. It's something that we need to start talking more about, that there are consequences to eating certain foods, especially foods that have high simple sugars in it that long-term are going to create damage in the body and make you more prone to certain conditions. You know, I'll tell you, as I look back, I'll never forget when I started on my own quest for natural health, and I was, I was only about 20 years old, and I picked up the book called Sugar Blues by um, Betty Davis. Do you, did you ever hear that book? Have you heard it was that uh, yeah. that was my most profound book when I read that and what sugar can do to the body. Um, I haven't really eaten a lot of sugar every once in a while. I might, you know, want a piece of cake or pie or something like that. But when we understand what that what goes on with our body, and know that what we're actually doing is creating this glycation that will build up over time. And because everybody's different, we all get different results along our journey in life and everything. We've given some really devastating news here, the bad news, so to speak. But you did toss in there, you can help yourself with that. Is that correct? Sure, sure definitely. definitely. I mean, I mean the, the body's body just an, an amazing, amazing piece of equipment that has the ability uh, to, to repair and to regenerate. Uh, and, and so, so we've seen, seen that, and actually as we start, start to change our diet, as we start to reduce our stress. I mean, most, most of the, I mean, when you look at stress, are, uh, most of us are very much aware of stress. Um, and uh, I think it's something that is rampant. If we want to look at a single element in our lifestyle that's hurting most people, the amount of stress that we're carrying as Americans. And uh, when we just look at stress hormones, I mean, as your body is exposed to either emotional stress, 
or physical stress, or even spiritual stress, all these have consequences over time. And so the more chronic stress is in your life, we now know that it can cause yourself to start to power down, lose energy at the cellular level. Which, which then leads to a loss of function in the body. So, so stress, stress is something that is very serious. Um, we need to be aware of it. Many, many people just get used to it. it. They, you know, they, they go day in and day out doing the same thing, thing. and eventually their, their body, they feel adapted to the amount of workload or stress that they're under. under. But, but it silently destroys our body. And one of the ways it does this is to elevate stress hormones. Stress hormones look like cortisol. Well, then, well, then insulin starts to go up, too. It follows suit. And then insulin, if it's left elevated over time, terribly damaging to the body. And I mean, definitely creates inflammation, inflammation throughout the body. Uh, it thickens the blood, damages the uh, arterial system, uh, clots the blood. Uh, it's a very serious problem when you have insulin that's elevated. And most people, they, they never even get tested for insulin. insulin. I mean, when, when you go into your doctor to get, get blood sugar tested, most of them are checking their fasting glucose first thing in the morning. They might run an A1C test. But very few doctors actually run, what's your insulin doing, fasting insulin? I'd like to see what that's doing because I've seen cases where the Fasting Well, you know, the whole stress yeah. thing, um, you know, the, my husband is a stress master and we raise the awareness and teach people how to reduce their stresses. But when you hear it from a professional like yourself that talks about the, the it's running rampant and there's so many people that are pretty much uh, surviving on autopilot. They get up and they face the stress and they deal with it and they deal with it rather than try to step away from it and dial it down. So I'm going to hold you on that note here and we're going to take a brief little time out. When we come back, we're going to talk about some of the additional things that we can do with diet and the proper supplements and we'll let you in on a few secrets. If you get a hold of us at 727-798-8081 or you can private message us on Facebook, Dennis Kelly or Barbara Marville Kelly. We'll be right back. at a certain age so this is supposed to happen no it's not supposed to happen
at a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen. Hi, everyone. Welcome back into Primetime TV Show. I'm Barbara Marville Kelly, and with me is my recovering husband from the black hole. <laughs> we can laugh about that right now, but it wasn't funny about three, four years ago, was it, hon? No, it wasn't too funny. It wasn't. It really wasn't. But uh, we've been taking good care of you, and, you know, everything's... You sure have been taking good care of me. I know. You're back. You are back with great gusto. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and... Uh, uh, share some of the things that we've been doing, and we have our professional, Dr. Gabbert, Dr. Doug Gabbert, who's with us with this fantastic technology. Where are you, Doc? I am Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Right, right in the middle of the state. Nice, cool, cool weather, about 75 degrees, sunny, partly cloudy, <laughs> and uh, just clean air, and just... Lovely place to live. That's awesome. So Wisconsin, another cheese head. Yay, go Packers. That's right. You got <laughs> it. <laughs> well, just before the break, we were talking about, you know, what happens, the just this dreaded information about stress. And, you know, it's really basically one of the, the number one causes to disease that can lead to premature death and premature aging and all of that. But in this last half hour, let's go ahead and give the good news and talk about what you've been doing, what we've been doing when it comes to supplementation, eating properly, and assimilation with the body so that we can set our bodies up as the miracles. So our body has that innate ability that we were blessed with to heal ourselves. So I'm going to turn that over to you because you do this way better than I do. <laughs> well, well, you, well, you know, know, we talked about, about ATP, identity by phosphate. really, when, when, when I, I look at the human cell, cell and, and, and we, we talk about the fountain of youth, you know, the, the mitochondria uh, is really just that. If, if we, we can keep, keep our cellular batteries powered up and, 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 and protect them so they, they last longer, then we'll last longer. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and we'll have optimum health. health. And we, we know diet plays a big part of that. I don't, I don't think people realize how important ATP is. You know, as an example, when you eat a meal, you probably used up about 20% of your ATP or energy to digest your meal. So your body's going to give up a lot of energy to help break down your food. I call it digestive workout. We all go two or three times a day or more. And uh, what's, what's it going to get in return for that workout? Meaning that the food that we're eating doesn't contain the protein that can be broken down into the peptides so that the peptides can be used to make more energy. Uh, you know, all these things are very important. That we, we get the essential facts that we need from our diet in order to make more ATP, more energy, uh, the oxygen. Uh, these are all things that are very important for yourselves to be able to recharge, power back up, produce the ATP that was just used up to help, you know, prepare or break down a meal. You know, even the immune system, if you look at the things that use ATP, um, just, just take your immune system, system that has to make antibodies to fight infections. It takes ATP to make those antibodies in order to do that. So if your immune system is deficient in an ATP, then how are you going to power up to make antibodies to help fight even just the common cold, which most of us should be over in about three or four days, but for a lot of people, it goes on weeks 
And unfortunately for some of those people, it goes on to pneumonia and for some of those people actually die. So, you know, again, ATP is very important. I wish we had a very simple test where we could just prick your finger and see what your ATP was doing, at least systemically, that gives an idea of how your body's doing. That's not available yet. It's probably coming. But uh, I find that most people today are deficient in ATP because of some of the reasons that we discussed, you know, dietary habits, stress, of the lack of oxygen. If you just oxygen, if you look at it, you look at oxygen. As we breathe oxygen in, um, it makes its way to the cell. The cell uses oxygen also to make energy or ATP. But if you're eating a diet that is very high in processed foods, you and I both know that that lays down an acidic environment in the body. The more acid your body accumulates from the diet that we're eating or what we're drinking, it actually pushes oxygen right out of the cells. Yeah. And when that happens, we can't use it to make energy. So, again, I find that most people are just terribly deficient in ATP. And so we have to now look at that and say, okay, uh, what do we do? What can we take supplement-wise to help to uh, support the body's ability to make ATP? What changes do we need to make in our diet? in order to do that so that we can protect our cellular battery, so that we can reduce the glycation or process that's incurring in, in, in most people and therefore live longer and not only longer but live healthier. So, you know, supplementation, you know, I like to look at things that we can do to build ATP within the cell because as we build up ATP within the cell and actually some of that leaks out into the general circulation and then as it travels it has uh, health benefits. Uh, so you know, I've used things like ionic peptides from rice. Um, I have found those to be very effective at helping to support the body nutritionally so that it can make ATP at the cellular level. Ionic is kind of just a term that I coined uh, with these particular peptides because how they're processed, they seem to hold a greater charge. Um, and uh, that's important because the body can use that to make energy. When we break down proteins, we can break them down into amino acid chains and we can take those amino acid chains and we can break them down even further into peptide chains. And the more you break these chains, the more they actually collect hydrogen protons, which are very high energy molecules. And so we're taking these peptides that have a combination of complex sugars plus energy molecules and we're bringing that all to the cell and the cell knows what to do with that. We grab that and it helps to make energy at the cellular level. Uh, so these ionic peptides uh, that I use have been shown to be uh, very supportive nutritionally. And, and again, we know it's important that we don't cross into the realm of treatment or making claims that uh, we can treat this or treat that. No, we're talking about just vivid food uh, that our body can use to help support itself so that it can function as best it can. And so I like to use these ionic peptides uh, on a daily basis. Uh, I've used, uh, you know, things like CoQ10. Uh, we talked about inflammation and interfering with your cells, the ability to make energy. Uh, so how do we you know, support the body nutritionally to reduce the inflammation that's created just, uh, just wear and tear 
um, daily wear and tear, and then in the outside environment, you know, we talked about the stresses, so the stresses in our life, so things like colitic enzymes, different botanicals, you know, like turmeric and what have you, um, the essential fatty acids, you know, are very important, fish oil, you know, EPA, DHAs, and other types of seed, the essential fatty acids are all uh, needed to help knock down inflammation and help the body do that. And then also it is used to help create ADP and the power up, uh, reducing the amount of sugar in our diet, um, processed sugars especially. You know, so the low glycemic diets are important for us to take a look at what foods have a high glycemic index score, which ones have a low glycemic score. You know, as an example, if we look at carrots versus salary, which one has a higher glycemic score to it? Well, naturally the carrot has more starch, which would turn into sugars. So the celery would be less on that scale. So if you have to choose one or the other, you naturally go to celery if you're looking to help maintain the proper blood sugar balance. So the glycemic scales that are out there, you can go on the internet, you just type in the glycemic index. And uh, you'll see all sorts of charts that you can look at and see what foods are high and which foods are low when it comes to the glycemic uh, scale there. Um, so, you know, even myself, if I want to drop 10 pounds bar real quick, you know, I start eating more of a low glycemic diet. And I can drop 10 pounds in seven days uh, just by doing that. Um, you know, throw a little bit of exercise in there. And it happens even quicker. And of course, you're drinking plenty of water. So I think all of us probably have heard this, meaning we don't junk food, processed foods. You know, even how we process our food, you know, getting back to the glycation part real quickly here. When you fry your food, you fry protein foods like that fried chicken, um, you know, that skin has been exposed to just a great amount of heat and that heat damages the proteins and fats in that particular uh, that process. And so when we eat when we eat that and we digest that, a percentage of that glycated proteins and fats actually gets into our system and creates havoc, it creates inflammation. Absolutely. So you yeah, I see people that are frying zucchini, you know, frying chicken. I see people, you know, cooking their hot dogs on the grill, a little black line on the hot dog, or all glycated proteins and fats, you know, that over the years add up and have, you know, have consequences. So, you know, how we cook our food, the higher the heat, the more the damage, and therefore the less energy the food has. And then the more glycation the food can contain, and then it adds up year in, year out. So, as you know, fresh fruit, fresh vegetables, you know, free range fish, clean meats like turkey, chicken, all these things are important for us. Well, all right. That is, that is just a whole list of really great ideas that we can do here for our own health. The bottom line comes down to choices. It's our choice to be in control of our life and be accountable. Doc, we're gonna take a brief little time out. We'll come back in our last segment and we're gonna talk a little bit about the mitochondria once again. So stay there and we'll see you back on the other side of the break. At a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen. 
at a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen. Hi everyone, welcome back into Primetime. I'm Barbara Marville Kelly and my husband Dennis Kelly is here. We are sharing our secrets. And we have Dr. Doug Gabbert, who is on the phone with us. And he's there uh, from a distance from Cheesehead country out there in Wisconsin. <laughs> well, we're, right. we're back once again. And I really want to make this last segment count. But I do want to just let everyone know that we are not here to diagnose, treat, or make any kind of cure claims whatsoever. We're talking about good, healthy eating, being accountable, and understanding that our bodies really are the healing miracle. So we were going to touch a little bit on a couple of things that you've been doing that we've been doing as well um, for the oxygen levels and, and things like that. So I'm going to turn that over to you, Doc. Yeah, yeah I know we again, again talked about how a lot of us, uh, a lot of people consider processed foods that lay acid in the system and the acid that build up has a tendency to release oxygen out of the cells. Mm. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and therefore, making it a little bit, bit makes it harder for the mitochondria to make ATP. So, you know, besides eating right, you know, supplementation-wise, you know, I use different forms of uh, humic and folic acids. These are really plant-based, soil-based uh, elements from plants that have decomposed over thousands of years. And uh, these organic acids have been shown to have uh, a lot of health benefits in the body. And yeah, uh, one, one of the, the, the uh, uh, studies where it showed that the humic acids have the ability to bond themselves with the hemoglobin. And in so doing, it, it caused the hemoglobin to actually uh, carry more oxygen. And so here we can use a natural carrier of oxygen within the body hemoglobin, but allow it to carry even more oxygen. And knowing that most people were deficient in oxygen, that was just a way to supplement why we would get more oxygen in our system. And, and so I use that. Uh, and I know there's a lot of different forms of chemical folate out there. Uh, I like a company that, uh, that uh, has several patents on how to purify the chemical folate acids, these organic acids uh, from the soil. Uh, and they make them about 99.9% pure chemical. Most people don't realize that chemical salt comes with clay, the clay can attach to it, and then it interferes with absorption. A lot of companies haven't declayed uh, their elements, and so the one that I use does. And so uh, I use a really rich, almost pharmaceutical grade type of chemical acid to just help people oxygenate their bodies better. And as you know, uh, it's important to make energy, ATP, on a daily basis. So, you know, the, the, the essential fatty acids, the peptides, the ability to make oxygen, all important when it comes to making ATP, even peptides. People don't, I would say, are most people are deficient in peptides, too. Besides ATP, they're deficient in peptides, and peptides, think about it. You're just made of peptides. Your hair is made of peptides, your skin is made of peptides, your bones are made of peptides, your hormones are made of peptides, which means we should get in a lot of those on a daily basis, but unfortunately, most people don't because um, there's one example of just stress. Stress interferes with your digestive system's ability to digest food properly. I mean, you could be getting a good source of protein from your diet, but then you've got to break that 
crude protein down into usable amino acids, and then they've got to be broken down and pesticides where your body can get them and do something with them. But stress can interfere with that. So again, I find people terribly deficient in, uh, in peptides. And so again, that's why the ionic peptides that I use are important. Uh, that's why the humic acid form that I use is important. The essential fats are important. Cleaning the diet up, getting plenty of sleep, getting plenty of clean water, all these things are important to really help ourselves power up, recharge, make the ATP that runs everything on a daily basis. Well, it makes sense, and we were just talking about how we need more oxygen or the ample amount, optimal amount of oxygen in order to digest our food. And as we add years to our life, it seems like our, our digestive process has a tendency to slow down, so we end up taking a supplement to help speed it up again. And I think just raising the awareness, too, on what is happening, and, and stress is a really, really big deal out there. We're, we are pretty masterful at the whole stress level, and so we do, we do play that down. We teach how to do that. My husband is always teaching classes. Like today, he taught two classes on reducing stress and things, so we, I think we got that handled. Pretty much we're walking our talk with that, but there's other things that we've had to learn what to do for the body to really set it up to, to really heal itself. Now, Dylan, how much time do we have before we close our show? It's gonna let me know because I want you to talk a little bit since uh, you've been associating yourself with the peptides and, and all for, well, it's been two and a half years now. Um, I'm, I just want you to give us, you know, a good like 30, 45 seconds a minute on how you've been able to power up yourselves your, and, and what you've been able to do since you were diagnosed with the P word. We don't even like to give it energy anymore, but please understand that we are not treating or diagnosing or making any claims for you. This is just my husband's and what's been going on with him. Go, it's up to you. <laughs> Tell us how, <laughs> how you've really helped yourself. Well, first of all, you have to get the grip of what you've got mm -hmm. and, and not put your head in the sand. Mm -hmm. And then you form a plan, just like when I get prepared to fight in the ring. Mm -hmm. You have a plan. You, you know what you're going to do, and, and you go and do it. And if it doesn't work, then you come back and try a different approach. I've sort of done the same, same thing with myself because I knew that I was going to do this in a natural way rather than an unnatural way with chemicals. I want to do it with supplements and, of course, exercise and so on. The key, the key is every day you want to have a plan to burn calories, to exercise. In other words, pick exercises, not just the same ones all the time. Change, like when you go to the gym, change the exercise you do, that you attack every muscle just like it's an important uh, part of the cure for the Parkinson. I say cure, I meant, in other words, basically to reverse it or to be able to handle it. That's, well, and too, we were talking <clears throat> earlier about slowing down 
different processes that happen in our bodies. And of course, everybody gets different results. We have less than two minutes to close our show. So I'm going to go back to Dr. Gabbert, and I thank you for that. And of course, we would love to hear from you if you would like to know more of the secrets that we have that we're doing for ourselves. You can reach us through private messaging on Facebook, or my direct number is 727-798-8081, and we'll be happy to share our protocol and our lifestyle with you. Dr. Gabbard, are you still there, our friend? I am still All right. Well, I just want to thank you. And in closing, um, anything else you want to add here in this last, I don't know, 40 seconds or so? I'm just guessing. Uh, thanks, thanks Barbara. Barbara. You know, I, I think, think just, just bringing awareness to the, to the fact, fact that most people are ATP deficient. You know, they're, they're deficient in peptides, deficient in oxygen. Uh, because, because of the, the, the amount of stress, stress that we carry on the basis, because, because of, you know, we eat right. Uh, and, and so, so knowing, knowing that, that, we need to, as Kelly, Kelly just said, said make, make a plan. plan. Uh, what, what are we, are we going, going to do to strengthen those areas? areas? And we, we know that getting, getting more sleep, sleep, eating better, taking, taking the appropriate supplements to help our body make ATP, help our body get the peptides that it needs to rebuild and to repair and to regenerate on a daily basis. Certain supplements to help improve the oxygen of our blood. All these things you're going to find that they're done over a lifetime. And as you said earlier, you're going to add life to your years and years to your life. That's that is the perfect closing. In fact, when we first met you and you did a seminar down at our country club, you were you were saying that about adding life to your years and years to your life. And Kelly has that in his book. And so it, it was like a match of enthusiasm besides you're both cheeseheads. So <laughs> I want to thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, we'll do this again. I appreciate okay, it. Barb. Thanks, Doc. Okay, okay take, take care. care. Love All right. So that was our show for today. Very enlightening. And I do ask that if you would like to get a hold of us, um, we're going to be sharing more and more about what our healthy secrets are. It has been a, a rough road to hoe, hasn't it, my friend? Certainly has, but that's a good educational program. It is a good educational program. And you, you have journaled and journaled and journaled and put it right in black and white so it's awesome we're gonna see you next time same place thanks for joining us